The Hard Work Works Fitness app is available right now. Three workouts per week that require minimal to no equipment at all. It comes with video demonstrations, nutrition guide to learn to eat healthier, and so much more. All of this for just $10 a month. You can cancel anytime and keep all your workouts. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle with the Hard Work Works Fitness app today. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. With me is Zachary Hilton. That's me. I have a mic. All right. You're on, Chicago. Yeah, he does. You have a mic. You sound you sound good. Not that you didn't sound good to begin with, baby, but you just yeah, sound a little more USB plugged up. Yeah, yeah. Now we're a little more official. Now we're a real podcasting game. Yeah. We have to compete with all these other podcasts that keep popping up. I know. Jeez. I know. I, I know. Like, I mean, the review at Rob's show? Seriously. Come on. That's, that's some tough competition. No, this is not me slandering. Wow. This is not me trying to be a prick. This is me actually showing out props here. Review it, it's a good show, man. It's a good show. Review it, Rob. Uh, <laughs> Can you spell that? Uh, R-E. View it, Rob. Uh, so, yeah, no. Uh, that was a shout-out, man. That was me giving a shout-out. You know, new show popping up, so that's one. Uh, but yeah, we have to keep up with them. But I do like how you said we, because it's not just you and me. We got the third haunter here as well today. We've got the talented, lovely Brooke. That's me. That's her. Yeah. yeah. And she sounds good too, coming through the new mic. That's right. Well, we used it for Slay Girl Slay last night, and I was so mm. damn impressed with yeah. it. So I was hoping, I know it's going to be a little bit internet-y because it is a you know Skype call, but it's the future. We're making our way, baby. Hey, we're socially distanced doing the show. This is the way every show is done, and I think our show sounds better than, uh, here. here's where I take a jab. It sounds better than Josh Gadge reunited apart stuff. Oh! Oh! Yeah, I mean, and- like. He's Half got of those money. people are just using earbuds, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Either oh, way. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, cool thing you also mentioned, Slay Girl Slay, because there is a new episode of that out. If you haven't signed up for our Patreon, you can do that by uh, finding us there on the Patreon website and searching Haunters Podcast. A ton of content there for you. And we will be getting to the Patreon in just a little bit, because if you sign up, you get to be a producer of this show, and we have a ton of Patreon questions to get to. Uh, but other ways you can follow us uh, through Twitter at Hunters Pod, Facebook, searching Hunters Podcast, the YouTube page as well, where uh, we're getting close to the weekend, which means live streaming's coming up. It's always coming. Actually, we're live streaming tomorrow. We're live streaming uh, Dead by Daylight. On Thursday. No, not tomorrow. Thursday. Not tomorrow. Yes. Well, depending on when you're listening to this. Tomorrow. Yeah. Who gives a shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) What day is it? It's, yeah. Honestly, uh, according to surveys out there, people get confused uh, five times out of the week now on what day it is. So it is whatever day it is because it's a podcast. 
<laughs> so I can't help you with that one, buddies. Sorry, everybody. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. But yes, uh, there are a lot of things to talk about, though, before we get to the Patreon stuff. So if you haven't followed us there, give us a follow. Dead by Daylight coming up, uh, the Predator, uh, and Friday the 13th streams as well. But uh, got some news to talk about because over the weekend, something happened down in Florida, guys. Uh, City Walk reopened? What? Yeah. Uh, Universal rolling out a little bit of City Walk opened up over the weekend. I know it wasn't everything, but... Uh, some things were opened. Uh, what do we think about this, everybody? Uh, how how are we feeling about City Walk uh, soft reopening? I think it's a good progression towards where we want things to go. I think you definitely have to do it with places like City Walk. Disney Springs is later this week. Yeah, um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Um, I just think it's you know the the safest way to do it. Just get those outside eateries being able to get them money, even having live entertainment there. Uh, they had their band playing above the universal sign. When you enter in through city walk, they had people on stilts and stuff like that. And everybody has to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to keep your social mm-hmm. distancing of six feet. Um, and then they, they have other things that they're doing like a uh, paper menu, throwaway menu instead yeah. of just a plastic one. I, I like it. I think, you know, the the one thing that I did see that I am not a fan of, and we can get into that in a little bit, is the fact that people are besmirching the people going. Oh, and yeah. I think that's a little ridiculous, but we can get into that uh, after everybody else's thoughts. Brooke, what do you think about City Walk opening? Um, I'm excited. I like the steps towards it. And I will continue to preach this, that the precautions that they're taking and the things that they're doing, like they even showed people in the garages, like for parking that were cleaning all the handrails and things like that. And there's only one person allowed in the elevator at a time. Right. Like their measures for safety are higher than my local grocery store. Right. Right. So like I said, it's exciting in the sense that, you know, we're in the process of opening back up. I don't necessarily think it's too soon as long as everybody is following suit and, and listening to what the guidelines are. And that was one of the nice things that I did see for some of the people that were there is that it was showing like, Hey, people are following the guidelines. Mm -hmm. People are wearing masks. People are, you know, getting their temperature checked and those kind of things. Um, and preps and, and, in trying to stay safe. So that that's exciting. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's May. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're already doing this in May by, by September, we should really be on the right track. Cool. How about you, Wendy? Uh, I like this. It's, it is as you guys kind of, I'm not going to rehammer everything that you all said, but yeah, it's, it's a, just a great step in the right direction. Uh, it's good to see at least through everything on social media so far, people are taking it seriously that are going out there, uh, and following the guidelines, which is just encouraging for the future, uh, and Mm -hmm. where we could go from here because, you know, each day is a new day in this, I'm going to say it uncertain times, take a shot, everybody. Uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, so this is, this is just one of those steps forward. This is just kind of a process of, of, getting back to a sense of normal, a sense of what the world is going to be for a while. And 
this is what it is, and and I like it. I'm a I'm a fan, and hopefully, uh, you know, it's encouraging. And I think for me, that's like you use the word guidelines. And that's what upsets me now going into what I was talking about. Just seeing people bash people about going to City Walk or, you know, just being like, I can't believe they're going. Stay safe. Why are you doing this? Where it's like, no offense, this is the guideline. You, we were told not we couldn't go somewhere for a certain amount of time. And then we enter a phase where it's like, OK, we got to test these waters out. And you're going to belittle somebody for going. And I just find that very crude and crass because if if they weren't wearing their mask, that is in order for besmirchment. If they were standing so close to people and, you know, encroaching on their own bubble, yeah, then you can besmirch someone. But the, to go after somebody for just doing what is basically a law right now that to me is wrong. And for people to just go on social media and kind of yell at people for going to city walk to have some kind of normalcy, uh, that's fair to them. That's wrong to me. And you should be ashamed of yourselves. And it almost comes off as jealousy because most of the people that I see doing it don't live in Florida. They're, right. they're people outside of the state. So really you're just mad because you can't do it. Yeah. Well, and then you have the people that are sitting there being like, Florida is going to mess it up for the entire country. And, and I'm like, no, like I said, the precautions that they're doing is better than my local grocery store. Um, yeah. I would be interested because Disney did a thing today where they allowed all the bloggers and things to come today to see and take photos of some of their signages. Oh, wow. Um, and things that they have in place. So there was a lot of photos of the hand sanitizer stations and oh. the self so prepping people for tomorrow right and oh. kind of letting them see what's there um and then probably for some of those bloggers now maybe they won't come tomorrow in a sense mm -hmm. when it opens up tomorrow mm -hmm. being wednesday were any of the stores open um i i don't I don't. I didn't really look into that. Okay. I just saw some of the pictures of things that they had, but they did have like gotcha. the hand washing station and things like that. Right. So I do wonder if that's something that will be more you know, adopted, more so through Universal as well, I because I feel like that. they're going to all be on the same page. Yeah. Right. I, I expect that. Uh, well, the, yeah. I expect that to actually be a normal moving forward in our society, where we're going to see a lot of. Any place where there's a mass gathering of people, like I, I expect churches will have sanitary, uh, like the hand sanitizer dispensers, uh, baseball stadiums, football stadiums, a lot of those yeah. places. I think you're going to see a lot of that sliding in now and that's going to become a normal where it's going to be right. like, wow, there's a, the, the way 7-Elevens are in Hampton Roads. You're going to see a hand sanitizer every corner. Like, right, that, right. That's going to be a new normal, and those things are going to constantly so be the restock thing. Well, I, you know what? As somebody who's been living off of in a germaphobe, scared world for thirty-two, going on you thirty-three found years, poop in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> We could we could share that for how germaphobic I am before all this because that happened at a resort place. Won't say where. Cabana uh, Bay. Oh, uh, you said it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I was in the pool. A bunch of people were in the pool. And the moment they blew the whistles and said, everybody needs to get out of the pool, I looked at both Zach and Brooke what? and I went, and I went, what's somebody, happening? no, I went, what's happening? And then I went, oh no, somebody probably pooped in the pool. 
And they wouldn't tell anybody. And then finally, word got out. Somebody pooped in the pool. And what did I do? I took right off to the room. I threw the bathing suit I had into like a bag. I got into the hottest shower I could. I came out as red as I possibly yes, could you look. Did. And you like scorched your I, body. <laughs> I, I did because I was that disgusted coming out of a chlorified pool that somebody had pooped in. That's how yeah. germaphobic I am in life. So. Yeah. The hand sanitizer thing to me, I'm like, woo, it's about time society caught up that we need those. (laughs) Yeah. I get it. And and what's kind of funny is like, not to say you take it for granted or whatever. I mean, like there have been hand sanitizer stations in plenty of parts. Oh, yeah. And even parks. Mm -hmm. And I just think they're going to up the ante, which they should. I think they're going to have new guidelines for rule, uh, the rides, the lines and stuff like that. I just, it's going to be an interesting time, but I hope, you know, especially for what our show is based for HHN, I hope they have some cool kind of guidelines for that. They have plenty of time to figure out how they want to do that, but I definitely think things will semi change, but uh, by the time that comes, hopefully everything will be a okay. Right. I mean, that's I'm. I, hey, we've we've talked about it. Where the three of us are pretty much glass half full people. So yeah. Oh, where hey, I there was a very uh, positive study on a vaccine uh, to fight coronavirus just the other day, oh, yeah. and there's there's a there's a feeling that by the end of the year it might be approved if if the next trial of testing goes well. So fingers, you know, like that's, that's the, that's, that's the type of way I look at the world where I go, that's good where, you know, but again, the people that are bashing these people are the ones that are looking at it negatively and are like, well, this might take like five years and never go away. So never leave your house again and shame on you for ruining it for all of us. Right. Well, yeah, I, I kind of blame you guys for just blaming people and not coming up with your own way of fixing things. But that hey, too. that's neither here or there. Yeah. Right. Some people like I it sucks saying it this way as well, but there are just people that I, don't want to stay in. There are people that need to get out. People need to be around mm-hmm. other people. So they'll follow the guidelines and be around other people and be as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'll, like, I'll even put this out there. I don't find this as a big deal, but like, you know, I don't wear a mask. I don't. Neither do I. It's not it's not required to go anywhere. But if I'm going to, let's say, Bush Gardens by us or if even Universal and if one of the guidelines is wearing a mask, well, buddy, guess what I'm going to be wearing is a mask. Because Same. Haunter's podcast. I mask. did. Yeah, yeah. I even ordered two masks. I have a Haunter's podcast mask coming and a Universal Monsters mask coming. And like, I just, I'm going to prep myself for those kind of situations with the parks opening because I'm not saying what you guys are doing is ridiculous because it's being protective, but I don't look, I have my own protectiveness that I'm doing, making sure I'm not touching anybody, minimalizing what I'm touching Mm -hmm. and using hand sanitizer everywhere I go. So like I'm protecting myself. I just, I feel like the, the whole mask thing is like, you know, that's neither here or there. But the fact is if I'm told to wear one, at City Walk, then I'm going to wear it because I want to go to this place. I want to take a picture in front of that Universal sign again. You know what I mean? And yes. like to me, everybody doing it at City Walk obviously has love for the park. And people that don't understand it just don't understand it. And that's fine. But say, that's okay. You don't that, have to. Don't have yeah. to. And, and my th- thing th- is that's my, that, yeah, go ahead. you know what? If 
if people want to go, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Yes. Like if you want to, if you want to stay in yeah, and th- just stay in, if that's what makes you feel safe, then by all means go for it. And, and well, I want to get this out of the way. I know another, okay. and we went back and forth on it, uh, like just playing around and stuff like that. But we actually had a little back and forth with, um, scare zone podcast where he put out a poll where it was like, uh, yeah. yeah, what, how should HHN be handled? Should it be, uh, held off till 2021? Should we make a Halloween party? Should we d- do something else? Well, I, it was, I forget what scare it was. Zones only, scare zones only and then Halloween, something Halloween, some other kind of party. party. Yeah. yeah. Or hold it off. And everybody voted for hold it off. And I get it. Those are the three best options you gave out of there. And HHN is definitely the hold off then because you want to have that HHN. Yeah, that's the, but that's, that's not an official way of HHN. saying, yeah. okay, all the people want HHN to go to 2021. No, 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 no. Because Bernard, one of our Patreons, actually put up a poll that I agreed with. He had like, do you think we should have a social distancing HHN? Should we have 50% leveled HHN? Should we hold it off to 2021? And if you look at those votes right. results, it was like everybody choosing a different version of it happening this year and that was the furthest well that's the other so, thing too is the way you you question it if you exactly. uh, if you give answers that it feels i don't want to say it feels slighted but it, it it feels like you you're aware of where that's going to go that poll that you throw up right bernard well, is right. actually asking the question of hypothetically this thing is happening this year how do you move forward with it but right. also right. If you don't think we should, should we just cancel it? And being given exactly. more options of how do you move forward? Yeah, because I was thinking, okay, if they can't do us in the part, if there's, if there say is a second wave and everything, and we have to relock down and government take over all that stuff again, uh, right. and and freedom's being trampled on America, uh, but you know all that good stuff. Could mm-hmm. we just do a virtual right. one? Couldn't we just do a virtual one online? Because I've seen like the way Comic-Cons are going is what I was right. thinking we could potentially do, not just with them, but even at Disney with the Mickey's not so scary if it has to go that route and with Bush Gardens. Right. You know, like these places could offer up that as a way of making a little bit of money. But- like, hey, for $10, $15, you can do a virtual night with us and right. everybody's in on it and you can all chat and it's like you're all in what, you know, there's there are other ways of doing it. That people I just would feel absolutely like it, do. It, that particular poll makes it, I get flashbacks to like taking an assessment. Yes. Mm-hmm. To where it's like the ABCD and mm-hmm. like two of the answers are absolutely bogus and you'd know have right. nothing to do yeah. like with the answer. It's right. like, how many fingers do you have? And it's like I, six. Four. <laughs> Five. And then there's one that's one. like 432. And yeah. you're like, uh, yeah, no, that's like not even realistic. Right. And I guess where I'm looking at it, and not to say that, uh, you know, Logan's not thinking this way. Like, I'm, it's just, there are a lot of people out there that are saying the words, hold HHN till 2021, more so for their personal feeling of that they don't feel like they can go. Yeah. And you know what? That's cool. Because here's how I also think about it, is that if Universal tells me, hey, for safety precautions, we're just going to hold off to 2021, I won't be upset. Right, I'll respect that. I respect it because that's what I've done with like movies like Ghostbusters and even Wonder Woman, which we should be seeing in like, two weeks, but we're not. 
But mm. the fact is, is that it's still an idea that it could happen now. So if they decide to do it, don't hurt me because you choose you don't want to go. Right. That's on you. Like you know they're... the safety precautions. Yep. You know how to handle yourself. You know they came up with their own way of the system and stuff like that. And if you're not comfortable with it, then you have to wait till HHN 31. But if they're going yeah. to put on HHN 30 this year, guess what, Daddy? I'm going. And I'm going to hang out with my friends, everybody who's going. Because we all, all of us are still on board for this thing right. and as long as everything is still going hunky dory it's happening and i will be there and i'm sorry that you can't but don't tell the internet that it should be pushed right right don't make it seem like okay this is what the masses are saying right when you it, it's you right it's, yeah. and, it's like and it may everybody. not have been something intentional like it no sometimes people don't think when no. you give choices no like, oh, I'm still not even on that. I'm not. I'm past that. I'm talking about no, no, other no, no, no. I'm no. I'm saying in general, uh, when you okay. give choices of it being like, okay, well, if you were to go this year, like if it, if HHN was still on, but mm -hmm. you know, you got scared behind a glass, like they mm -hmm. didn't actually jump in your face. How would that make you feel? Right. Um, you know what that brings me back to? Mm. Cabin in the woods. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods did a very good job about it. I mean, demigorgons are monsters anyway. They just put masks under the actors yeah. and whatnot. I mean, like, there's plenty there's of ways, plenty of ways. That and we could still, still have this building. Event. And they're not stopping. They're not slowing down. They're still putting out permits mm -hmm. left and mm -hmm. right for, you know, and inspections and asking for things mm -hmm. to be. In, so Gotta they're move still move, moving forward. And yeah. that's what we have to look at. Now. Here's a random, and I know we got to move on to the Patreon question. Oh, it's fine. I mean, but we're just going to have a long ass episode. Yeah. Everybody can deal with it. Yeah, you guys yeah. are just going to deal. Um, but here's a here's a curveball question for you. Yeah. S what if, okay, so they're still moving forward, all that. What if we do have a second wave? What if they just push it to, like, March and instead don't do Mardi Gras, uh, the, the Mardi Gras celebration this year? And instead, that's where HHN 30 happens. I mean, it's weird. I'm not... <laughs> Saying I'm against it if that's what they want to do. If they're like, hey, we're just going to push it to spring, which is kind of weird. But if there is a second wave, I mean, most of the second wave shit that I keep hearing about, it would be like December yeah. that it happens. Yeah. And plus, Florida's hot. They haven't been through their big heat waves yet. So I don't know. I mean, when we go, it's about goddamn 90 down there. That's right. right. The heat so, kills it so much UV. And I, I mean, we're going to put UV under our skin in the safest ways. Can we do that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I okay. <laughs> I see some hand sanitizer over um, here. I think I'm going to drink it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I, if they did that, cool. I mean, I, hey, guess what? If they put it to March, I don't know if I can make it. So they should just hold off till the next <laughs> September. I'll say that. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, on that you. one, on that one, I, I, you guys just ready to take a time out and do Patreon questions on the other yeah. side? Nailed yeah, let's go it. do that. Oh, all right, on that one, yeah, Zach did, nailed it, just like he used to back in his wrestling days. Ba-boom. Patreon questions coming up. It's Haunter's Podcast. Hey, this is Josh. And I'm Rob. And we are from the Diznoids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies to music to comics to any and everything we can talk about. 
Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. Welcome back, Haunters Podcast, and we're just going to dive into this, aren't we, Zach? The uh, Patreon fan questions. Yes, I want to call them fans. I'll call them producers. That's oh, what they are. Yes. We have producers of this show. They are the $5 tier, the key masters on our mm. Patreon. So make sure you, uh, you know, log in, sign up, become a producer of the show, and your questions will be read during the Q&A, baby. Oh, yeah. That's right. You give us Q's and we'll give you the A's. <laughs> All right. A lot of A's. Yeah, <laughs> so our first one, our first set of questions will come from producer Bernard Brown at HHNFan22. His first question, how do y'all feel about wearing a mask at HHN this year? And I'll start. I don't mind it just because it'll get me through. I know it'll be hot and sweaty, but if it is what it is, then I, I have my Hunter's podcast mask. So make sure you go to tpublic.com, <laughs> look for those Hunter podcast shirts, and you can get it switched to a mask just right there. How about you, Brooke? Wow. Look at that plug. How about you, Brooke? <laughs> um, I already wear masks, so it's not that big of a deal. I do think that it would definitely be hot, and it would be something that I would probably make sure that I – at least had multiple, mm -hmm. um, not only to switch yeah. out daily, but yeah. maybe even in the night, like I, if it gets too yeah. hot and sweaty. I definitely want to have four if it's mandatory. I'm yes. going to have four if it's mandatory. How about you, Wendy? I hate it. This is trampling on my rights. <laughs> I thought this was America. I thought okay. this was the land of freedom. I thought That's I right. could do what I want. So I don't like that I might have to wear a mask here at this HHN event. I want to ride... Rip, rip rocket Hollywood, rip rocket, and let I that breeze hit my tire fence. I won't ride that Hulk, and when Hulk go, Whoa, I won't feel the breeze as I come out of that little tunnel on my face. Not half my face, the, my whole face. I just love when the guy in the first row coughs and it just waves on back to the last row, and I just get it between my lips. Woo! I love that. America, baby, my choice, my freedoms. Uh, no, I I'll wear a mask if I need to. Time and then I don't have to wear one. <laughs> <laughs> What's new, though? Me eating the entire time. True, yeah. true, true, true. Uh, All right, next question yeah. from Bernard. He goes, no, by the way, that's your answer, so I hope someone quotes you. I, I do, too. So uh, our next question uh, I know Brooke said she forgets movies very quickly. Is it a little aggravating watching movies or reviewing old movies that y'all have seen together talking about them the next day? So there have been times we've watched movies that you forget. Yeah. There, I would say if I get like aggravated, maybe 1% of the time. Usually I don't because I enjoy the fact that she almost relives some kind of twist again or yeah, something I like that. And it's I, almost funny. I think the only part where you get aggravated is mm -hmm. when I get like super scared and I'm like demanding that you tell me what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. And then there's even parts where you're like, okay, this is going to be a jumpy part. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then I still scream bloody murder. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 oh man, I want to know what movie it is. Oh, you know what? I got it. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows oh, Part yeah. One. There's a scene where they go, <laughs> um, and a lady is guiding them to a house, and uh, Hermione's walking around, and she sees all this blood and stuff like that. And the old lady turns into a snake. They fight the snake, and the snake goes down the stairs. No shit. Every single time that snake pops up. Brooke ducks like she's flipping out <laughs> trying to get away from the snake and honest to God I've watched that movie with her once a year since 2014 like I know it's and it coming. always makes like I drunk. remember those movies because I watched them so often but yeah I don't really think that you ever get aggravated no I don't get aggravated by the way spoilers uh, for Harry yeah. Potter you know oh yeah right somebody might not have seen it yet oh uh, Sorry, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Q&A question from Bernard for Wonderful. Hey. Wonderful, how's the virtual dating going? It sucks. I have a... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no success. And I have now have set my bumble to the entire United States of America. <laughs> which I'm has... ready to bang all of you! Uh, yeah, but they're not ready to bang me. So, uh, earth shattering to say the least. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Thanks Bernard. (laughs) (laughs) For rubbing it in. All right. How's your, how's your, how's your boo? Oh, he's married. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was the worst comeback ever. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, his neck. His next question is best scare in a house or haunt. Uh, best scare in a house or haunt. Uh, just okay. So last year at the. I really love that scare wise. I remember the poltergeist house at the beginning where you're going through the pool and there was this skeleton that just jumped at me and it took a good minute for like the image of the skeleton to leave my eyes because every time I blinked, it was there. Oh God. So yeah, I know freaky, right? Yeah. So that was really good. Uh, cabin in the woods had some really good ones as well. Uh, those are, and Michael Myers from, um, when there was a room full of Michaels. Yeah. Like the, he popped out a couple of times good there. So that's for me. Um, okay. So for me, I would say one of my favorite ones um, to like remember or think about, and it still scares me was when the three of us went through the haunted house by ourselves. Yes. At yes. HHN. Yes. And the vampire you one. refused to move. Love it. When the giant was like coming towards us. Yeah. Um, that was like beyond scary. Yeah. And then still, and I will stand by this, and you witnessed it happen to me. Yeah. Was when we went through Stranger Things and Kid Hilton and Wonderful were in front of me and they got scared uh, by a demigorgon. Mm-hmm. And I like laughed and like, because I, <laughs> I could see it. I could see there was two different ones that got them. Right. And then a third one got me and my body just crippled down to the ground. Like oh, I was yeah. on the ground crawling. Yeah, didn't it? And I yeah. got I I fell to the ground this past one. I think it was Yeti again. Yeah, yeah I think Yeti, Yeti got I got you. good and like I fell to the ground. And I just think out of pre- uh preservation of her own life, Brooke <laughs> fell down with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh, play dead, play dead. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, get up, get up, save me. <laughs> that was pretty oh, good. Oh, that's good. How oh, about you, Wendy? You got um, some good scares? 
Uh, yeah, Brooke brought it up. I was going to mention the Stranger Things with the uh, Demi Gorgon stuff. Uh, that yeah. just took me out. That was one of the first times I ever actually hit a floor, uh, <laughs> just being scared. Uh, another one that uh, you mentioned Poltergeist as well. Poltergeist uh, for me, it was more the that view of the the giant fucking um, the giant Poltergeist part. Uh, it was the big set piece within Poltergeist that that really got me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know, The Walking Dead. I just enjoyed a lot. Yeah. It didn't scare me, but I always go back to that one because being such a fan of the show and at that point right. of the season, that being my first and only Walking Dead house, actually, because it well, left. Yeah, we didn't that with no. you. Yeah, no, and you guys weren't there with that that one. Uh, that no, one we were just, watching the show. Yeah. The amazing show. Yeah, you watch an amazing show, but I'm bringing up that house right now because... Uh, it didn't scare me, but man, it was just the entire thing to me was just a dream come true. Yeah, well, you oh, lived, yeah. You lived through the season. I lived, I lived exactly. the season. I lived the season, and it was one of these seasons that I still fully loved the show when the show was at its peak. Uh, yeah, there was no, no yeah, there was no Glenn hiding under a, a dumpster yet. So <laughs> they didn't jump right. a shark yet. Uh, so yeah, that that one sticks out for me, but not so much for scares, just for. Damn, I'm so happy. Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters yeah. wasn't that scary, but man, was it cool to walk through a movie. Yeah. That movie. Um, his next question, what's the first haunt y'all are planning to attend once everything <laughs> opens back up? Honestly, I think, and because I know the owner is just itching to get it going, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Frightmare. Yeah. Uh, I think... Because Frightmare had deals where they were going to have plenty. I mean, we talked about them. They were going to have a St. Paddy's Day one, an Easter one. Yeah. And then when things got pushed, they were going to push it to the summer. So, I mean, there's a great chance, like, if everything opens up by, like, July, he could have one. I could see. Fourth, yeah. Fourth because of July. they were working on it. So, yeah. there's not, you know. Yeah. And he's done plenty. I think yeah. he's, like, already revamped the whole thing, like, 70%. So if Frightmare opens, that'll be my first. But I, I imagine, I actually think Wonderful. I think your first is probably going to end up being HHN. Yeah, I was, I was going to say pretty much. I, I think it's depending on how the year goes. It might only be HHN, unfortunately, right. this year. But if things get back to normal, uh, hopefully, hopefully some around me open up as well, uh, and I yeah. can hit some of those up. And uh, Frightmare, I can get back for that. But again, it's all yeah. it's a for me. It's a weird all up in the air thing as well because right. yes. I also have a company wide policy of travel that could cost me coming into work for two weeks. So I gotta I gotta play all my stuff by ear. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You gotta play your safety. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, move on to our next questions from Review It Rob. And remember, listen to Review It Rob's show yeah. on every podcast stream you have out there. He's on everything. So good man, good show, talks movies, review, reviews movies, what was that? and does it from a fan perspective. Yeah, All right. hard yep. to say the word review a bunch of times. What, Review It Rob? Mm-hmm. Review It Rob? Review it, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, guy. Your your went forty five seconds. Here we go. 
Rob's first question, what's our strategy for houses? Big IP first or the original first and let the big IP die down? We did Ghostbusters first last year, which worked out. Um, usually, I mean, A, this is going to be our first year where we're going multiple, multiple nights, nights, like multiple nights. And I think the best plan in my eyes, and maybe everybody sees it differently, but if you do, too bad you're following me, um, is start at a section of the park and just work our way around, get through what we can get through. And the next day we'll start at the next part, do that. And then third, fourth day, you know, do a best of, if you will, right. to figure it out. But I definitely don't want to go like, okay, let's start over here, then walk all the way to the back of the park, yeah, then come no, back I'm not all the way. All over the place. Jumping all the way will just make you lose time at the park. Mm -hmm. It's better to have a plan. So I feel like whatever, whatever houses we all choose to start at, yeah. we can look at the map before. But well, start in a section and work our way around. And I definitely think it plays into fact of like there's a day that we want to do the early admission right there's a day that we want to do the dining right. experience and then so, just a day just and walking just in a day of just walking in right so i think depending on those days depend on kind of where we start and where we go from yeah. there perfect perfect example that you just brought up like we were at the scared dining and like ghostbusters was right there yeah. So maybe it's probably best if the day we do the scare actor dining, we start at the front of the park because we'll right. be right there. Right. And then when we do the entry of the park, we can go to the back. Yeah. Chill by Harry Potter thinking. and go to the back. Yeah. So, so far, that's what I got. And for me, I just go, hey, Zach, what's the plan? And I follow like a good little dog. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so that's, it is. That, that's my answer, Rob. <laughs> Cool. Um, then his next question, what do you think the Marathon of Mayhem will be like this year? What would you create if offered the job? Um, I think it's going to have a mishmash of all the icons and it'll play all kinds of music. It's obviously not going to just be Billie Eilish music. I think it's going to be a plethora of classical horror music, whatever IPs are used music, stuff like that. D just like how they did with the 80s, it just won't look like the 80s. But definitely think the icons are going to be the front runner in said video. Um, that's kind of where I was leaning with it being like more of their tribute run. Mm -hmm. How about you, Wendy? See, uh, I think the icons will play a role, but I think that you're going to get a nice uh, slide in of modern icons as well. So you'll see uh, maybe Candyman popping up, maybe a uh, little Ghostface as well, stuff like that. Other properties that they've used before or that we're expecting them to use this year or in future years because one of them just brought back is moving along with the fifth film. So, you know, stuff like that. I, I think some modern icons. I don't think they would put Ghostface if they're not using a Scream house. Mm. That's just it. Because, A, you're asking for a lawsuit if you didn't pay for money for it. Because any icon that you're going to use, you're going to have to pay for. That's why they got sued so many times yeah. in the beginning years of having things. So I think the IPs, whether they do have a Scream House, sure, use it then. But, like, I don't think they'll be as random as you say. I think they'll just keep with their icons, um, any homegrown ones, even, like, using Michael Myers and stuff like that because it's universal, sure. But I don't, I don't, see, I don't see them just being like, put Freddy Krueger in there. He's cool. I was, well, you know what? That was my way of saying what they might do, okay? 
Why you gotta be the internet? Why you gotta be the internet right now, huh? (laughs) Hey, there's no Freddy Krueger this year. Push it back to 2021. If there's no Freddy Uh, Krueger, I don't want the Marathon of Mayhem, all right? Hashtag it. Delay till 2021. I'm done with you. Uh, His next question. We've mostly talked houses. What kind of scare zones would you like to see this year? Ah, man. Good call. Good call on scare Mm, zones. Anything that doesn't have a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a chainsaw. Oh, yeah. It's totally going to be a chainsaw. But I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like, oddly enough, they've done Vamp 55. They've done Vamp 85. I think Vamp 2055 or 3055 do a futuristic vamp. That would be kind of rad. Post-COVID. Post-COVID vampires. I'm curious to see how. (laughs) I'm curious to see what type of face mask they have. Um... IP wise, I don't really have one offhand. I, I've said it before. I think IP, if you don't have a Hellraiser house, maybe a Hellraiser scare zone where the Cenobites are just walking around trying to claim your souls and shit, oh and that gosh. will make me pull, poop my pants. Would not. Yeah, go yeah, it. I wouldn't live through that. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Uh, How about you? You know, I don't know. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. We'll move on. Uh, you're- <laughs> I mean, if I were to say one thing, if I were to say one thing, scares are wise, I yeah. would want pirates done right. I I feel okay. like I feel like pirates kind of get like a like 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 okay, so like, like uh, how they did with the Vikings, but pirates. Yes, and okay. uh, I would like that, and I don't want it. You know, I want them to be piratey. I want them to be scary. I want them to be you know. That. Yeah. Rape, murder. There rum, you go. You said the thing you know that I mean? was. Oh yeah. my. Yeah. The, the RMR, as it's known. Yeah. There we go. All that. <laughs> all that. I don't want. It, I don't want to whitewash it. You know that that thing. I want it to be really, really authentic. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. So that because pirates can be really scary. So. Yeah. Well, no, I'm into it. And doesn't Blake do the? What? Scare zones? Yeah, yes. Blake yeah. Uh, Braswell mm-hmm. is the scare zone guy, so he's probably doing some researching on something. Right. And maybe well, he is he, looking into pirates. And he does a lot of, like, uh, with his theater background. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very interested to see. Yeah, I love Blake's scare zones when theatrics are brought into the mix. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Like, Vanity Ball was such mm-hmm. a blast. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, if you, like, truly hung around. If you... Yeah. If you just kind of like went through it, I don't think that no. you would appreciate it. No, not at all. Be like, oh, that's not interesting. What'd you say, Wendy? It would just be, a, oh, that's interesting. They're designed exactly. cool. That's funny. Like, right. and I don't think that people like because there were a lot of people that kind of uh, were very negative about that particular scare zone. And there, those are the people that I think just kind of went through it or just kind of like stopped for a minute to be like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. Because if you did it like truly sit down and appreciate it or even, you know, give it a few minutes type thing. I don't think that you would get the gist. Yeah. Um, then his next question, and I'm going to go first on this one. Wonderful Brooke. You might as well just sit back. Um, he says you're hired to remake Freddy versus Jason. How would you recreate the film? Um, to give wonderful a minute to think mm. about it, I would say my way of remaking it would be more so of like, they had a good idea with the original. I think there's just some parts that the director didn't really understand both characters and things were brought in after watching the documentary about it. Like it just seemed like there were a couple of missteps, not done by the writers, but other people came into play. But that being said, I would actually start 
booked the movie like on Elm Street and or you, you know what never mind start the movie at like Camp Crystal Lake a counselor is you know starting his job or whatever Jason does his massacre thing he gets away but Jason's not satisfied and actually hunts him down but the guy lives in Elm Street which once he gets home the nightmares are happening because he's back in town and didn't escape Freddy, but he's also Jason's on his way to come get him. So then somehow you do the same thing where Freddy is taken out of the dreams just as a skeleton of a story. That's how I would go with it. Uh, how about you, Wendy? See, I like I like the skeleton of what they have. Uh, oh, me already. too. I, I like I trust me. Yeah. I am 100% a fan of that movie. Well, I like the script. I really do like the script. I think I think the writers understood both. both yeah, franchises because they also perfectly. wrote the 2009 movie, which I, as you know, oh, yeah. I stand up for. Yeah, yeah, and they they slide in a lot of things from the Nightmare franchise uh, that are just so cleverly woven in. I mean, shit, man, we get uh we we get we get a connection back to uh, all of them. Yeah, the big yeah. one is uh, Nightmare Three with yeah. uh, the brother. Yeah, you know, like the that's pill. all. Yeah, with the, with the pills and yeah. and and the uh, talking about how talking about the asylum. So uh, that's yeah. that's you know I love that film. But my big thing, I would really dump fake Jay Muse. Uh, that oh character one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't mind having a different stoner character in there. But I would absolutely right. dump the JMU's part. Uh, the rave sequence, I, I get the rave sequence, but at the same time, that is something to me that I've never really fully cared for. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't have done it that way in the middle of a cornfield. It just seems so out of place. It was, it was out of place. Yeah. The whole thing was weird. Yeah, it's like, I get it. You need, a, you need a massive party for Jason to show up to and start killing people, but that whole sequence felt out of place. So I'd find a yeah. better way of bringing them all together for a party uh, right. while that's happening, a la like a scream at a mass house type gathering right. on Elm Street, you know. Right. Uh, but that's kind of, that's kind of the little things because... And maybe I'd switch up the third act fight a little bit because it does get cartoony. Now, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when, you know, he's flying around and shit from air tanks, it's like, what? Uh, OK, you know, the fight I, is a little too cartoony. Yeah. At the end, and maybe if it was more gruesome and yeah. realistic. Yeah, that's especially true. since you're brought in the the real world. I think that stuff can work in the dream world yes. fighting Freddy. Sure, but yeah, once you're once you're in the real world, it should have became a little more gruesome, a little yeah, more grounded. And, and that's the thing. Even the deaths in the third act. I, 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 and here's the other thing as well. I would give Freddy more than one fucking death. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, when I I didn't even realize that till watching it's my favorite the trivia question where they're like. He killed one person. It's my favorite trivia question. He killed one person and it's the brother of somebody who he had already killed. Uh, So he just continues down that family bloodline. But yeah, that that is my favorite trivia question to ask people is how many people did Freddy Krueger kill in that film? And it's very rare. I get somebody that knows that answer. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always Um, been that's always that's always irked me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. His uh, next question is, what other horror icon battles would you like to see? I want to see the shape versus ghost face just for the hell of it. So do you have two icons you would like to see? 
How about Ooh. Um Brooke, You know you what? Yeah, it, nope. it Brooke all right, Brooke does it. I'm I'm Brooke, trying to think to of this? the I'm trying to think of the I'm trying to think of who I would like to see up against Hellraiser. Is it Leatherface right. well, or is it Pinhead? Well, Come on, you, you, all right, Pinhead. Leatherface or do I want um crap, crap, crap. I just had him in my head and then you Sorry. Uh, so sorry. Candyman. Okay. Yeah, I think battle-wise, the reason why Freddy versus Jason works is because they're opposite. Yeah. You have a guy who doesn't talk to a guy who really talks. Yeah, smart. So ass. when you want to play, or they have to play off each other really, really well. Um, and not that I'd necessarily say I want to see it, but weirdly enough, it would be a interesting battle is the Leprechaun versus Chucky because oh, they're both little. They both talk shit um would be kind of a funny watch if i was going to go chucky versus sam would be fun chucky versus yeah. sam that's fun i do yeah. like that good call good Look call at me. Look at you. you did it i did I'm it proud of you Thanks. kept your head on a swivel yeah I who did. do we get right. jigsaw against though jigsaw jigsaw uh, versus I mean, pinhead would probably be the matchup right yeah why not let's yeah. go with that i mean they're both let's into go. the sadistic weird toys so yeah True. Well, see, okay, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, that's that's, fine. that's I'm, I'm thinking that's a very torturous see, film of who does the most torture and teaches the most lessons to horrible people. See, I want Pinhead versus Bateman from uh, American Psycho. That would be a good one as well. <laughs> very underrated okay. horror horror villain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good Christmas movie so, as well. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah. For wonderful, this question's Ooh. for you. Ooh, all right. Uh, still from Review It, Rob. Right. What are your favorite movie scenes involving radio? Uh, anything in Private Parts with Howard Stern. Okay. Uh, definitely. Just the, like when that lady sits on the woofer. <laughs> that's one of the. Oh, oh! I'm getting a round of applause. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, uh, that's. Yeah, well, that whole movie though, one hundred percent, just it's it's a perfect. If you guys, if really, folks, that's yeah. how radio works. Uh, yeah. Even from your bosses hating you <laughs> and being told you suck all the time. Uh, oh, you know that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, having every ounce of your soul just crushed by somebody that controls your destiny. Uh, the fog. I love those sequences in the fog. Yeah. Uh, those are two big ones. Uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World 2 cracks me up uh, every single time and will always make me laugh because, yep, that's that's 100% radio as well. You think the radio host is hot and then it's me. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you're like, you're like man, that, that handsome dad, yeah. And then it's like, oh, that, that Mr. Wonderful. And you're like, he's not so wonderful. I don't know. Oh. I feel like a lot of people that I've met that did radio, like I'm just like, huh, okay. Yeah, it's, it, it all makes sense. <laughs> now I know sense. why you're on the radio. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you get it. And uh, so that joke in Wayne's World always makes me laugh. So that's 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 definitely uh, that's definitely Love top it. three right there for sure. Good. <laughs> uh, this question is for Zaddy, as Ooh. he put it. 
Uh, we know who that is. <laughs> God, Rob, you just asked me a question. <laughs> What's your favorite wrestling scenes in movies? For oh, example, Macho Man and Spider-Man, The Rock doing the rock bottom and rundown. Those are good. But to keep with what we are, and honestly, just because it was like... just when you know how this move works and the fact that this got pulled off in this movie just makes me laugh every time. So in blade two, there is a scene where blades beating up all these guards at the end because he's just fed. He's ready to go. He's motivated. And the last guard that he has, he vertical standing suplexes the guy like stalling style, keeps him in the air and then falls back to beat him. And I just find it funny because that move is so specific to wrestling. Like it would never be used in real life. Like German suplexes. I could see it in Marvel movies, black widows pulling out her Karana's every five minutes and they all make sense. But the vertical suplex stalling style is just so funny to me. So that's my favorite wrestling move done in a movie uh so rob thank you for those questions yes. bernard thank you moving on to chad and michelle chad chad the chad asks when is the next movie watch what will it be well we have talked about it and i think we're going with killer clowns from outer space are we is that that's what you suggested. I threw it out there. I, I threw it out there as like uh, into the universe, see how everybody feels about it. Would they want to watch that if there are well, other options? Well, I feel options, like so. it's HHN branded. Yeah. So that's fine. And then on top of that, it's not one of those movies that you have to sit to like no. hear the dialogue. No, yeah. no. And plus it won't scare the boots out of Brooke. But we will get, maybe we'll do The Conjuring instead. I don't know what you Ooh, want. Ooh, you know I'm, what? Mm. Kidding me? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. If Brooke won't, okay. I'll tell you what. We'll put it on the vote. Chad. Okay. No. It's going to be between Killer Clowns from Outer Space and The Conjuring. Y'all decide. Okay. Well. Uh, all right, well, if Brooke can't do The Conjuring, how about Annabelle comes home? Oh my God. Okay. What about <laughs> Annabelle Creation? You know what? That is a better one. Like, you know what? I like Comes Home, Why? but Creation is definitely a good one. Idiot. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Yes. How about we do all th- all four of the Insidious films? Oh, one day, one day, one just day. watch, watch, watch. Oh, I, why not? We get to see the master, James Wan, and then we get to see his 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 new master in Lee Warnell. So, you know, boom. Uh, Chad's <laughs> next question is, are y'all buying Dutch for Predator? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, wonderful stuff. <laughs> Obviously. Um, next question. What is the greatest 30-minute comedy series? Ooh, what oh, a question! Gosh. What a loaded question! That is too. such a loaded question. I mean, does one go with South Park? That's still after twenty plus years dominating. Does one go with I mean, Seinfeld? I think, I think that I'm on my kick right now mm-hmm. and I'm just obsessed mm-hmm. with Community. Really, yeah. greatest over Friends. I love Friends, and there's a part of me that <clears throat> I truly do think is that it's amazing. Yeah. Um. And it's beyond quotable, and and I and I love. I mean, I named one of my children right mm-hmm. after. after a character mm-hmm. on Friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I absolutely adore it and love it. Yeah. But I truly and and I even love The Office too. But yeah. this is this was my first time actually seeing completely going through Community, and it's so 
versatile and yeah. it's so like, I, I just don't feel like it, even though they have like, you know, um, the paintball episodes, episodes yeah. like there's mm-hmm. multiple, like, I don't think that it is, a an over and over and over and over and over like you see the same thing right like i just i thoroughly and it's just funny like there's so many different actors and and actresses that play such a funny role and it just seems more realistic and i and i guess that's where friends like it just doesn't feel as realistic yeah i i will i will go between Community is the most recent watch, but right. like it, is, I will say this: I don't think I've ever watched a show where I've laughed out loud so much because mm-hmm. it gets me on my level of mm-hmm. humor. So, Community is definitely up there tier. The Office, Michael Scott is just oh, hands down one of the greatest characters ever. And then I'm going, so it's Community, Office, or Cheers because yeah. goddamn. Cheers is amazing. Oh, man. Uh, I was just thinking Cheers as well because you know how obsessed I am with that show. That's like the first love television show-wise for me. And it's just maintained for all these years and I can still go back and watch it and think it's the best. Every episode I can quote. Uh, And I know the outcome. I know how it goes, but it's still fresh to me every time. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Parks and Rec, though, is a really good one not to sleep on. Holy crap. And that's Parks and Rec is really good. That's been back on my radar as well since they did the reunion show yeah. and they managed to tell a story however many years it's been since it's off the air that fit within the freaking everything. Like it done. was a new finale. Yeah, it was a, a exactly. A it was so weird how they pulled that off perfectly. So and that's kind of how that show always was. But granted, I knocked that show as well because I think similar to that of what I've heard of The Office, the first year is kind of oof. Hard to watch, yeah. Parks and Rec wise. Oh, the first, yeah, 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 yeah. The, Parks the, and the Rec is like doing Yeah, well. they're doing the Office in the Parks and Rec formula before they just mm-hmm. dump the Office formula and do the Parks and Rec formula. So yep. it's 100%. hard to watch at the start. So yeah, you know what? Cheers. We'll go. I'm going. Cheers. There it is. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> cheers. It is. Wow, okay. okay. All what of that to get is, there. <laughs> and Chad and Michelle's final question is: What is your favorite Harry Potter themed food that isn't butterbeer? Oh, oh, that's not um, honestly, I I am not a fan of the Leaky Cauldron's food. Um, I don't. I I haven't eaten there in years, just because the first time that I did, I was <laughs> like, nothing up here is regular. So yeah. I don't I, I don't have a food that I enjoy there. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll answer this. Um, the twenty dollar oh. breakfast that I got my first year at, <laughs> at Universal when I didn't eat prior to going into the park, and then was like, "Crap, we're here all day. I need breakfast." So that's the best meal ever, only because I spent twenty fucking dollars on it. So it has to be the best thing I've ever eaten <laughs> outside of butterbeer. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> it was the best eggs and bacon I ever ate in my life. Nice. Uh, so I, I recommend you, getting that. <laughs> um, I don't really know because we're very um we're very frugal <laughs> yeah. when we go to the parks. <laughs> Uh, we pretty much we'll, get popcorn. Yeah, I was about to say, have, our favorite Harry Potter food is popcorn. Uh, yeah. the, the popcorn bucket, <laughs> and it's, uh, like I said, frugal. Yeah. Um, and the biggest uh, bang for our buck. So when we do splurge, it, if I'm going to get something from here, it's butterbeer. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really go beyond that. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Like, we've eaten there before, and, and I agree I've with you. I wasn't. Twice. 
completely uh, blown away. I just don't like, I'm not. Which is very sad. Like, and I think the hardest part is, is because um, I've gone to England and I've had English food. Yeah. Um, mm, and. <laughs> Brag. Um, <laughs> Must be nice. Some of that just doesn't. Weird it doesn't, flex. It doesn't. <laughs> oh my God. I just like both of you. <laughs> it just doesn't. Uh, roll over. Okay. All right. So moving on to Mark Andrew, uh, but Mark uh, Andrews' uh, question. Uh, well, you'll understand when we get through this. So Mark, <laughs> we appreciate you. Just know that. Here we go. HHN Orlando and Hollywood have their fair share of A-list celebrities visiting HHN. Some actually take over the scare actor playing their character to do it themselves for a while. For example, Lapita uh, was in Us as her own role. And then, um, then who is this? Adele Wilson's Doppelganger Red. Yeah, that's she played Red uh, in mm-hmm. The Hollywood Maze. It's on YouTube. So my question, I think I know Wonderful's answer, is there one Ooh. character you would like to scare you, which is actually the real life actor playing that character from the movie? Mine is Bruce Campbell as Ash from Evil Dead franchise and Bill Murray from Ghostbusters. Nice. Um, jumping out and actually speaking any of their lines into a live mic. The ultimate would be either of them coming at you through the parts. Um, I guess Nick Castle playing uh, Mike, shape. Michael Myers would be cool. Oh, fuck that. Never mind. Mike Myers playing Michael Myers <laughs> oh, would oh, be behave. my That's what I Oh, want. snap. All right. Behave there. Um, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oof. Man, this is... Uh, I wonder what my answer should be for this. There's so many. Like, do I... As for Kathy Bates from Misery, uh, like, man, uh, maybe maybe Jack Nicholson from The Shining, a movie I'm still watching. Uh, I just, I, there's so many. Like, who should I go with for this? What movie should I pick? Ah, oh, gosh. Um, Matthew Lillard, maybe, from Scream? Uh Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah. You know what? I'll just. I'll Megan just say Fox is from Jennifer Body. Actually, you uh, know what? You just gave me an answer. So yeah, I want Megan Fox. <laughs> She's getting a divorce. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly ain't got nothing on me. So yeah, Megan Fox, please eat my heart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, obviously, I'm going to say uh, the one and only Freddy Krueger. Man, come on, Robert England, uh, come, come yeah, chase me, call me a bitch. Yeah. Answer. Say, right. say, ah. Oh, Kosher. I love kosher. Like, say that to me, baby. And I'll be like, oh, kill me, Freddy. <laughs> wow. Okay. How about you, Brooke? Is there a horror movie? No, Gabado's not in any horror movies. So, oh, I mean, so you she want is Fast in the Fast and Furious. Fury, so maybe she'll pop in that ride. Uh, that's the only way I would ride that again. Oh, I love it. Okay. So now to some non-HHN questions. Ooh. Is there any movie or TV series from the past, horror, not, horror or not, 
that you thought was good, but if they remade it or rebooted it or updated it to 2020 technology effects, film, 4K, etc., that would be uh, that you would want to see. For example, Halloween 78 against Halloween 2018. I know it's a sequel, but you notice a difference with the filmmaking effects and amazing 4K. Uh, so basically a movie from the past getting rebooted or remade. Oh, or something. And you want hard. it to or not? Uh, you know what? I don't give a fuck that you do. Okay. Is there is there one that you want? Um, Movie-wise, and I don't care. I think it's possible to do with the right steps. I think if you honor the past while also making your own thing, it is definitely possible. So I don't care if I'm encroaching on anybody's like life or whatever. But I think you can remake Jaws. I think Jaws is doable. I think they strayed so far from the book that even if you wanted to use book elements with new characters and stuff like that, I think you honor honor it by talking about Amity in the past, but also with how things have changed within our world through climate change and stuff like that. There are reasons why sharks are now going up there towards those waters. So I think Jaws is definitely doable. How about you, Wandy? Mm, man, um, I would say A Nightmare on Elm Street, the piggyback uh, my previous answer and also to make up for that horrible attempt they already did but i'm pretty heartbroken because of that last one uh so for me see i'm thinking back to really like i'm trying to think back to like old films a film like rosemary's baby i think would be kind of cool especially in our society today that could be a fun kind of revisit and redo and remake, uh, reboot, so to say, however the hell we want to call these things in society. But Rosemary's Baby would be mine because that's that's a scary fucking movie. And yeah. I think you can really kind of in this in this era of women empowerment and Me Too, you can really tell a good story with that, with the okay. bones that are there. Okay, how about you, Brooke? Um, <clears throat> well... I do think that like killer clowns mm. might be something fun to like redo. Um, yeah. And I, especially with some of the, the thing, you know, technology that we have today. Yeah. Especially if you like, ju- you still do practical, but with the way yes. practical is done today, it could be pretty fun. Yeah. No, I don't want it to like completely jump to, yeah, uh, yeah no, keep, keep it like practical effects, but right. what practical is today. Um, then he says, Zach, I'm sure you play golf like me in your fantasy football. Who are your top three players? Anybody from actors, movies and characters? Well, I don't watch golf, but I do enjoy doing some top golf. And if this whole thing wasn't going down, I would be going to play golf by our neighborhood because we found out there's a park that does it for cheap. But Mm. that being said, if I had to choose three people they're all going to be actors, baby. Tom Holland, he's an avid player. Uh, obviously, I got to put Bill Murray on the team because Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Ah, how could you not? And then um, in sticking with that Tiger Woods. There you go. Bye. Oh, <laughs> boy. Okay. Moving on. Uh what sports teams are you guys fans of? My soccer team is Dundee United. My local team and my NFL team are the Buccaneers. And I follow the Orlando Magic. Uh, football, Steelers, uh, 
For soccer, it's Orlando. I'm a big fan of that FC. Uh, and then that's it. How about you, Brooke? Um, well, for the real football, um, I watch Liverpool. So there you okay. go. All she's right. a Liverpooler. That's All it. Right. And she's a Peyton Manning fan. Whatever I am a team. Peyton Manning fan. Whatever yes. team he's not whatever on. Team. That team's so her team. retired team is what she's a fan okay. of right now. That's why I just said. Yeah. So we Listen just went. Listen to the words that, that are coming out of my mouth. Well, she's I'm not near you to see team. the words. Uh, <laughs> okay, wonderful. You're All up right. for the next 14 minutes. All, All right. Uh, so for me, it's uh, I'm decked out in New York Mets baseball attire today. Hat, shirt, because I'm a Mets fan. Uh, I love Misery, so I'm a New York Jets fan. I'm still somehow a New York Knicks fan. They haven't pissed me off enough yet. I'm like one of the five remaining. Uh, I'm also a New York Rangers fan when it comes to hockey. And as far as uh, football goes, uh, that being soccer, I front runner in that baby. And I'm all about Man City because really it came down to I went, there's a team named Man City. That's awesome. Uh didn't realize that they're like the Yankees of European soccer, though. So now I feel bad for being a fan of them. Uh-huh. But that's it. That's uh-huh. it. Yeah, that's it. Also, I am that's a fan it? of uh, I am a fan of Phil Mickelson when it comes to golf because I I shoot lefty and swing lefty. So you know, I'm like, hey, he's a lefty. Go Phil. Uh, <laughs> oh I was a fan of Tony Stewart when I watched NASCAR because he was the bad boy. Uh, you know, so yeah, uh, I think there's other things. I am a fan. Oh yeah. WNBA, uh, Liberty fan, of course, cause I'm from New York. So yay. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, am I boring you? I thought he was. Right. Well, the, the right. next right. question is to you. So you're going to oh, keep on okay, talking. Okay. Okay. Then I'll stop. I won't start talking about my college hockey teams and who I like. Uh, okay. No. Good. Wonderful. Yes. As you are in radio, <laughs> what radio DJs inspired you to become a DJ yourself? Uh, Howard Stern. Was it DJ Callen? <laughs> no, but he the best. <laughs> was, it, was it DJ Diddles? No. Uh, Howard Stern was obviously huge growing up in New York. Cousin Brucey as well. Uh, you can hear him on Sirius, both of them on Sirius now, but Cousin Brucey was out of New York, so he was big. Bob Murphy calling Mets games. It actually, my drive for radio began on wanting to be a sports broadcaster, and that didn't really go very far, but Bob Murphy played a huge role growing up as well because he called Mets games, and I listened to a ton of Mets games, uh, as well as Gary Thorne uh, played a big role. So a couple sports broadcasters. And then, of weirdly enough as well, uh, some of the guys on ESPN, because again, it all kind of began with, I want to call sports games, and then it was like, well, maybe I can do this, like figuring it all out. But radio always kind of was the number one drive. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. And our final Patreon question is brought to us by Alan. And I don't know how to say your last name, but we'll give it a shot. Alan Crumweed 2. He asks, what are your top three scores from any movie ever? We all know movies like Halloween, Jaws, and Jurassic Park get a lot of love, but what are you, in your opinions, the best? Exorcist doesn't get nearly enough love, I think. (sighs) What a question. Because I don't want to just do this stereotypical, like, Halloween's the best horror film. You know what I mean? Um, Honestly, I... Movie... Okay. Superhero movie... I listen to Batman v Superman soundtrack a lot because I love the way Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL 
take the Man of Steel theme and flip it around, and that's actually Lex Luthor's theme. It's just played in a different uh, varium, and it's amazing. And also, Batman's score in that movie is great. Man of Steel's already there. Then you get the introduction of Wonder Woman's theme, which is badass in itself. So the BBS score is pretty strong uh, in that. And then I'm going to say... Uh, I mean, playing the game, the Predator theme, that soundtrack is amazing. Terminator soundtrack, the original 1980s one is, what is it, 1984, the original Terminator? I believe, uh, 1984? Yeah, like that. yeah I, I love that score as well. So those are my choices. And obviously, uh, Alan uh, Silvestri's Back to the Future. Oh, so wait, the question was about scores? Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard it as movies. Sorry. So, no, like movie scores, okay. music from movies. Mm, all right, all right. Um, um, for dang. me, yeah. Harry Potter, uh, obviously. Um, even to the point where Baby Hilton's like mobile in his crib was the Harry Potter theme. Yep. Um, it just brings pure joy to my life. Good. Um, and and maybe it's because uh, we just watched Jurassic World, but mm. I love damn it that theme. <laughs> like specifically to Jurassic World? The no the, or the, uh, the original Yeah, the original from Jurassic yeah, totally Park. Good. John um, Williams. You've chosen two John Williams things. Yeah. You well, want to go for a third? <laughs> I don't know what else he does. Tell me what else he does, maybe. A Star Wars? Well, yeah, there no. yeah, seriously. Star Trek. Uh um, Michael Giacano does that. I'll I'll listen to some Star Trek. Okay. Um, Michael Giacano's like like uh the new Kirk ones, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's Michael Giacano. Really good. Really good theme. I'm going to throw... Sorry, are you done? Did you have any more, Brooke? Sorry. We're done. We're done. You got three. I did my three. Wonderful. Okay. Um, I'll throw this out there because a little different. Uh, Social Network. Everybody forgets. uh, That one, that was an Oscar-winning soundtrack as well. Uh, And Trent Reznor, that was back when he was really getting into starting to transition into doing the movie scores. That's a great soundtrack. Uh, definitely worth a check out. Godfather is classic okay. as well. Uh, I I've, I don't feel like that one pops up on a list a lot. It does, but it also is kind of overlooked. Uh, okay. I'm trying to find a third one because Brooke took... Oh, you know what? Instead of Jurassic Park, Magnificent Seven. The Magnificent okay. Seven is a, a great, great score, and if, if 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 you have never heard it, I guarantee you you'll go listen to it and you'll be like, I have heard this used before in other films. If he's going to say things. that, I'm going to say Frozen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Fine. You want something That's different? A- you want something different? Just so that I can mess with you. Yeah. No, right. hold on, hold on, guys. Well, no, guys, how about on. this? How about this? I'll give I'll give another John Williams one that gets overlooked because of Jurassic Park uh, and, and all of his other classics as well. Mm. E.T. Mm. Oh, okay. Aww. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. E.T. is great. I actually use E.T. for one of our uh, our ticket giveaway here at the movies, uh, at the movie station, at the radio station, when we give away <laughs> tickets to see movies when movie theaters are oh. open. Uh, E.T. Like, is what the theme. tickets are you giving I want to be, hold on, stop. I want to be like, I want to be like wonderful. I got to type this in. 
underrated movie scores because I'm a douche. Okay, um, here we go. Um, I'm going to start with First Man from Justin Hurwitz. What a score. Couldn't believe it. Uh-huh. Ryan Gosling, unbelievable in uh-huh. this movie. And then my next one is Jane Airy from Diero Marini. And oh my God, she just tore it out of the... I mean, it was breathlessness. I was crying the entire I time. No I heard it. You're even and then talking. my last one is Good Time from Daniel Lapintia. And oh God, the way that he hits the drums where it goes got me mm-hmm. you done yeah 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 i'm done yeah, i, I done said my three your, those are my yeah, three uh-huh you done reading your your your, your <laughs> list that you searched <laughs> what i went off indie wire this is what indie wire told me uh-huh. you guys <laughs> this is so fun uh-huh. what an episode of hunters uh-huh. baby uh-huh I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's wrong? What I, was are really you I was really expecting something more out of like, you know, the radio person. <laughs> yeah, because you think I'm sitting here listening to a ton of scores. And you know what? Screw off. I gave some good <laughs> scores to begin with. Those are good ones coming off the top of my head when I don't own movie screws. You want me to say the Batman soundtrack that I was listening to the other day? Because oh that's God, what I was listening that. to. That yeah. Was, well, then, hey, yes, Danny that's, yes, that that's what you should answer. say. That what? You're telling me that the E.T. soundtrack <laughs> isn't a real answer. But here's, yeah, my, thing. here's my thing. Wonderful. What do you listen to? Oh, that's right. You just said. Did you say E.T.? Did is you say on- Phantom Thread? Is that on your workout <laughs> Phantom list? Thread isn't on my workout list. Come on. Is that on your workout list? Phantom Thread Did isn't on Did you say it. Jim Johnson, The Undertaker? <laughs> if Jim Johnson counts, then just every wrestling theme. Every wrestling theme ever created. <laughs> every wrestling theme. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's Haunters. Yeah, that's Haunters. Thanks for listening. Stay scary, my friends. Oh, man. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend. And you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at HauntersPOD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you.